This episode is brought to you by One Condoms and Measure a Penis Day. February 1st is Measure a Penis Day, but we celebrate all year long. For more info and to get your measure kit, head to myonecondoms.com slash measure day now. Welcome to another episode of Talking About Sex. Tell me your story. And we have a great guest with us today. And we are going to be talking about firsts and uh, nice nicknames to come up with certain sexual things. And I have the amazing Elijah with me. Would you like to um, introduce yourself a little bit? Okay. Hello. My government name is Elijah. But other people know me as Elliot Miguel. Okay. That's like my alter ego, my porn star name, if I was a porn star, but I'm not. Yes. Okay. I am 25 years young. Mm-hmm. I am from Long Island, New York. Yes. And I'm a certified sex educator. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. And that's amazing. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to get into it. One of the things we wanted to talk about, or you wanted to talk about and share today, is the first time that you had sex. And I always love these stories because, you know, beforehand, we're always like, you know, thinking about what's going on or the anxiety or what to expect or, you know, how how is this experience going to go? So I would definitely love to hear all about it. Okay, so I have to give you a little backstory because mm-hmm. it's all going to make sense. Okay. Growing up, I was very shy. Mm-hmm. I was very ugly in my head. Mm-hmm. I was insecure. Um, I didn't really have friends. So I was kind of like sheltered. Mm-hmm. I was just always a homebody. My family was my only friends, really. I didn't go out to parties. Nobody invited me. No play dates, nothing like that. All throughout elementary school, middle school, and high school. So I lost a little weight, like junior year. Mm-hmm. I came out of the closet junior year. Okay. And how was that? Like rebirth, like a renewal. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't care anymore what people thought. Yeah. And again, you know. I feel like they weren't shocked, but in mm-hmm. my head, I was shocked when I told them. Okay. So your surrounding, uh, the people closest to you already thought this and yes. you confirmed. Okay. Okay. And I confirmed it basically, but they were being nice and they were like, <gasps> but they were mm-hmm. like, <laughs> we already knew that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And okay. how was that received? You know, hopefully loving and accepting, right? Yes. So my younger sister, Mm -hmm. she's like my best friend. She's the first one I told her. She's the first person I told. Mm -hmm. Um, And she basically had that reaction like, yeah, I already knew. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I love you. Whatever. Right. Um, And then my other close friends, maybe like two or three, Mm -hmm. same reaction. Like we already knew. Okay. But then like the ones that are more like cordial, Mm -hmm. they were actually kind of shocked. But again, they didn't care. Right. Good. Mm-hmm. My school, however, like I grew up in like a very sub suburby school mm-hmm. and it's like everybody grew up in the same um, town. Like you go to the same school no matter what, like you don't go. Nobody really went to like private school. OK, so since kindergarten, we've all known each other, basically. Mm, OK, so the people that really didn't know me, they were shocked because I was very like quiet and I was very shy mm-hmm. and I wasn't like flaming or anything like that mm-hmm. because I because if I don't know you like that I'm not going to open up to you no I feel so you yeah I, I was just that like kid in the corner in the, of the <clears> class <throat> to himself like he's chill but mm-hmm. I don't know much about him and I don't care to know him that's kind of how I was in school gotcha so my whole school actually was like kind of made it a big deal and back in the day mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember like there was this website called ask fm Yes, I do know that. I've heard about that. Yeah. So back when Ask FM was popular was when I came out. 
and they like flooded my ask fm with all these questions like obviously they're anonymous like they're hiding behind a computer screen or whatever right so they were putting like you know like is it true and then of course they put like fag faggot whatever mm -hmm. all that stuff they're, they're trying to like bully me whatever right but coming from a place where I was like I was completely not popular at all nobody was talking about me to becoming like my whole grade and like some of the school was talking about me yeah I was like oh I kind of feel like a celebrity <laughs> so going, going into school I was kind of excited because I would get these stares like guys would stare at me the girls would stare at me like <laughs> literally it would be like in the movies where they're like doing like this thing like oh my goodness did you see his ask fm Oh. Because I would answer the questions. They would be like, can you rate this person? Can, do you think this guy is hot? Do you think I love it. I love it. So you were and giving honesty. Yes. Exactly. So I was kind of like, I don't know, like a guru for them or something. Because they would even ask me like random stuff like, have you lost your virginity? Well, we're going to be talking about that. And I'd be like, no, but mm -hmm. I would do this. That, that. They're like, are you interested in anal and stuff like that? So mm. it was really fun to do that. But then <laughs> that chapter closed. Okay. I decided to close my Ask FM. Mm -hmm. And then senior year of high school, I downloaded the famous app called Grinder. Oh, that was out back. How what year was that? 2013. Okay, so it's okay. So Grinder's been around for a while. Yeah, Grinder has been around a while even before 2013. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so we download Grinder okay. in 12th grade and what happened? Going into 12th grade, like literally we start school here September mm -hmm. and then I downloaded it in August. Okay, and I, ha I have to stop you real quick because I want to, you know, being this is a high school, did you receive any sex education? Like, did you receive any type of discussions about anything relating to sex education i mean because you said people are asking you you know in your ask fm like all these sexual health questions basically so was that even like a discussion back then okay so the way it was and i think it's the way here like pretty much in long island or like new york area mm -hmm. metropolitan area is we have a class called health yeah <laughs> and okay. in health there's a little smidge of sexual okay. health in there where they talk and they separate the girls and the boys oh gosh that's what they did for they, us too. yeah yeah they separate us um when it came to like them talking about like menstruation mm -hmm. and then us talking about like testicular cancer like they separated us because we had to like hold these models oh that was my favorite part <laughs> okay. that was my favorite part and i was in the closet because it's health is 10th grade for us it's in 10th okay. grade i came out junior year gotcha so oh, um, my teacher, she came out with these models, like oh, it was a and it mm -hmm. looked so realistic. Looking back at it now, it looked like a sex toy to me. Get out of here. Okay. It looked like, I don't know if it really was one. Maybe it was meant for educational purposes. Mm. But we had to feel the testicles like this. Oh my for, gosh. To look for the tumor, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I was like, <laughs> let me not do this too long because I'm already suspicious to all these bitches. So I was like, but, but, but I think I found it pass. <laughs> and of course the straight guys, what are they doing? They're doing, they're doing all this. Like, that's what I don't get. Like, there's like a double standard with that. Gotcha. And straight guys do that. Right. Mm -hmm. When they're like it all up, they're pretending to like, like it. That's cool. But as soon as someone that's gay or someone that you might think is, they're doing that. They're like the devil. Yeah. Right? That, that, is a, is. Mm -hmm. that is, yeah. Now that you, you yeah. Know, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, so health health class was like a month. I mean, sex sexual health was a month. Okay, probably. and then and okay, so you knew a little bit from you know tenth grade health class. Now mm -hmm. you downloaded Grinder twelfth grade. Yeah, so I downloaded Grinder two weeks before I turned seventeen. So I was sixteen years old. Okay, and I turned seventeen two weeks later. Mm -hmm. So and I was going into senior year. I was senior yet it was like summer vacation ending summer soon mm -hmm. so I don't know what got into me I don't know how I thought about downloading it how like what my, <laughs> my what my thought process was mm -hmm. I forgot that part all I know is I downloaded the app okay. and then I see all these people because Grindr works by location like it's so specific it'll, it'll literally tell you 
50 feet away. Oh, get out of here. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't tell you like, like just like within your town. Like mm-hmm. I think Tinder says like within your town. Gotcha. But Grindr will literally tell you one feet away if they are one feet away. <laughs> That's what I love about Grindr. Like Grindr, I still use Grindr to this day because of that. Okay. That's my only app on my phone is because it's so convenient and it it doesn't. And it's the best to, to figure out if somebody in the coffee shop is about that life. Mm. Because I'll be in the coffee shop and then I'll be like, oh, maybe this guy has grinder. And then it'll say 50 feet away. I said, that bitch got grinder. Oh. So then I'll put him on my favorites. And then like when I leave the coffee shop, I'll hit him up and be like, can you send your face, please? Because sometimes it'll be like a faceless profile. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, oh, I want to confirm if it really was him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I downloaded it and long story short, after scanning, right? Because I got standards. I'm not just, I was, I didn't have a sexual experience yet, mm-hmm. but I wasn't desperate. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Let's get that straight. Yes. So gotcha. I found this guy. He was so cute. And mm-hmm. what is so funny is, I think like two weeks ago, I found him again on Grinder. Two weeks oh, ago. Get out. After not seeing him since I first met him almost seven years ago. Get out. Okay. Now he has a boyfriend and he's like looking for friends. Gotcha. Mm. I said, you're not looking for friends. Not with that. Anyway. <laughs> so um, I hit him up. Yeah. And remember, you have to be 18. You have to be 18 to use this thing, but a lot of people lie. That's the bad thing is a lot of people lie. I don't know how the verification process is now. Yeah. Back in the day, you can just say 18 and you're on it. Oh, okay. I was 16. Okay, gotcha. On a grown people app. Right, right. So I hit up this guy. He was cute. And when you're 16, you're not thinking about that stuff. Like, oh, it's technically statutory rape. Right. Um, You're with a grown person and they're basically with a minor, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I hit up this person. He said he was 22. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't care. And he didn't care that I was 16. Oh, so you, so he, so on the app, it said you were 18, but did you tell him you were 16? Yes, I told him. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I told him I was 16. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell him I never had sex before. Okay. He was only like two miles away from me. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I can pick you up right now. Oh, wow. And I said, I, I was actually in my sister's room. Yeah. And I was with her and I was just like, this guy said he can pick me up right now. And here's like innocent little me, never, never been on the street yet. Right. I'm like, right now? Does that mean I have to get ready right now? Is How long is he going to be there? So I'm like thinking in my head, like, Oh my gosh, I'm, ne- I'm going to go into a random stranger's car. I'm freaking out. I'm like, what if he kidnaps me? What if this? What if that? What if this? And then my sister's also freaking out because she's two years younger than me. Okay, gotcha. He's like, I don't know if you should go and all that stuff, but he is cute and all that crap. I said, you know what? Let me take a Xanax. Yeah. Let me take a shower and let me go. Uh... I didn't drive yet. I still didn't have a license at this point. Okay. So- and I was scared that my mom was going to see me like leave and where she was got, like she was going to follow me or something. I was so paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I didn't really have friends. I didn't really go out. So when I told her I'm going out, she was like, where are you going? You know right. I mean? Right. So I said, oh, I'm going with a friend. And she let it go. So I told him to pick me up at my elementary school, which is like pretty. It's a good walk. It's a good walk. It's walkable, but you're going to be walking for like five minutes or 10 minutes. Yeah. So I walked to my elementary school. This is the summer. I was, I remember, I thought I looked so cute. I was wearing shorts and a regular shirt and a backpack. I didn't even have anything in the backpack. I just brought Ah, it (laughs) up. But we're going to get into the backpack later. So he said, I'm on the app. And I'm like, where are you? And I'm like, a lost little 16 year old kid and he goes yeah. i'm in the jeep or whatever and then i see the jeep and my heart be like yeah oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm gonna see another man like in that way right right 
Now, have you exchanged pictures at this time yet or anything? Yeah, we know like, exactly what we look like. Okay. Okay. Oh, because at this point too, remember Catfish was a really big show at this point. Uh, mm, For the show Catfish on MTV. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I was all about that life. I was like, no, you're not catfishing me. I need right. to have pictures. I need to have your phone number. Mm-hmm. And um, I need, and even though I, I didn't have sex yet, I still needed to see the D. No, I feel you. Yeah. I needed to see that D before I met up with him because I was not going to do my first time with uh, five below. Right. I got (laughs) right. I wasn't doing that. No, 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 no. And I like that even though you've never experienced anything, you kind of had an idea of what you wanted or expected out of, you know, the experience. That's something that um, sometimes people don't really have. You know what I mean? And like you said, you weren't desperate or anything. So this is something that you kind of like wanted to do. It was exciting. You know, you said your heart was beating out of your chest and, you know, so, okay. So you see each other for the first time. Now what? I see him. I get in the car. Mm -hmm. And it's like in the movies. That's what it felt like (laughs) in the movies where like, you know how like they like somebody gets in the car and then they like turn around and then the person's in this driver's seat and they're like high. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And then I was like saying, am I really doing this? Mm-hmm. Is this really happening where I'm about to like get it down for the first time ever? Oh, another side note. Mm-hmm. I have never even hugged another person at this point. Oh. I've never Hugged. I've never been on a date. I've never even kissed someone. Oh, wow. Never. Okay. No physical touch in my entire life. Mm, okay. So that's why also I was like, oh my gosh, like my heart was like going crazy because mm-hmm. I've never experienced someone touching me in that way. Right, right. So he says, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I think he could see like I was nervous. Mm-hmm. And then he said, he started driving. I said to him, where are we going? That's one thing I didn't work out is like, I didn't know where we were going. Right. And I just want to say like getting into random people's car is not like highly recommended. It's not, we're not, you know, saying anything Exactly. Like I'm that. not recommending anything I do. Do as, do not do what I did and just get into a random person's car without really verifying who they are. Yeah. But, um. Okay. Okay, so he just starts driving. And I said, where are we going? And he said, oh, we're going to an abandoned parking lot. I said, oh, okay. And he said, yeah, don't worry. It's an abandoned, it's like, it's part of Nassau Community College. It's like a college. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, but nobody goes there. And I was like, okay. So we're driving, we're driving, we're driving. And I said to him, little naive me, are you a virgin? And you know what he said? What? He goes, fuck no. Oh my gosh. And I said, and he goes, are you? And he looks at me like, you better not be. Right. Or it's a problem. Oh no. But then, you know what I said? I said, oh no, I've done this many times. Ah! I lied. I Why? said to Oh no, I've done this many times. Like, I got this. Like, don't worry about me. And he said, Good, because they're so clingy. Here's another narrative, right? There's another mm. narrative of the, the clingy um first sexual experience. Like after you take somebody's virginity, yeah, that they're gonna be like hooked onto, they're gonna be naggy, they're gonna be like hitting you up all the time. Right. They're never gonna come back. Right. I hate that. Like, what is that? What is that about? Uh. You know, just again, one of those, you know, negative, you know, stereotypical, uh, you know, just shamey. So it's many things. Shame. Yeah. So many things that deal with sex or in topics of it, it just, it, you know, starts super shamey, you know? I feel like that's an ego thing too. Right. I think you're that good that mm-hmm. I'm going to be addicted to you. Right. Let's right. Roll. Let's yes. slow your roll. You might be the reason why I become asexual. Right. Right. Because, you know, luckily, um, you know, your experience, you know, goes differently, but they could have had, you know, a horrible experience. You know what I mean? Especially for a first time. So, yeah. Okay. 
he so yeah so he we we pull up in the parking lot and yeah. this place is so like yeah you could hide dead bodies here for sure oh my gosh very secretive like you cannot find this parking lot unless someone tells you the location of it exactly where to turn it's very secret and it's interesting that he already knew where it was right. so in my head i was like you've done it here many times mm-hmm. brought all your bitches here many times <laughs> all right so it's surrounded by the forest too it's literally like you go in and then it's like in front of you is the forest next to you is the forest next to you is the forest and then behind you is the driveway where you pulled in that's what it is oh okay so anyway park and i just stare at him like i don't know what to do (laughs) he said to me get in the back seat i said oh lord it's like the movies again it's like that script the sexual script of in the movies you get in the back seat you start doing a make so here we go we're making out and it's my first time ever kissing slash making out. So how did that, how did that feel to you? How did that, I felt you know, mentally? Like an, I felt like an adult. Like, mm. I felt like, oh my goodness, this is what grown people do. Right. And again, I felt like I was in a movie. Like the whole right. time I felt like I was like an outer body experience. Like I was an actor in a movie. I don't know why, but that's really what it felt like. So yeah. we were making out. He was good at it. And then he took off my shirt, like, and he did that movie one to where you go like that. Ah, yeah. Oh, Lord. I said, oh, Lord. (laughs) And then all of a sudden he started, like, kissing my neck and kissing my boob, like, breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. I call it breastfeeding, like, when they, like, go here. Yeah. Yeah. So he started breastfeeding and he started going down. And then he went down on me. Mm, Okay. that and I was like interesting it felt interesting to me my my reaction wasn't like this feels good okay okay it felt interesting it felt like huh so this is what it feels like gotcha okay but did I like really like it was it no I didn't really like wasn't going crazy about it so you need so basically what you're saying is he might need to have stepped his head game up (laughs) maybe he should have stepped his head game up yes okay gotcha but okay so then it was my turn right because we're doing mm-hmm. that thing your turn then it's my turn gotcha then now it was my turn so I worked my way down I did the z motion you know z z z z mm-hmm. and then I saw it like because he was still wearing underwear okay. so then when I did that thing where you go like that mm-hmm. and then I saw the boom go up mm-hmm. I said what have I gotten myself into <laughs> I mean, his thing wasn't big. It was like six inches, I think. Okay, gotcha. Six inches is my minimum. Okay. You need to be at least six. So okay. um, I was like, oh my gosh, here I go. Mm-hmm. It all happened like with a blink of an eye. It was in my mouth and I was doing my thing. Yeah. Probably not that good because it was my first time. But compared to like getting it done to me. Yeah. I was enjoying it. Like, I loved it. I was like, oh, this is like an unlimited, lo- like, lollipop. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you liked giving more than receiving at this time, at this point. Okay. Yes. And then <clears throat> he got, it got wet, it got slobbery, right? Mm-hmm. And then he said, go on top, like, straddle him. I said, oh, Lord. Cause now I'm completely naked at this point. Yeah. And I was like, Oh gosh, I already know what's coming. Yeah. He's about to go in for the first time. Yeah. Act brand new here. So I straddle him. And then I remember like, since like his face was here, mm-hmm. his, his mouth was like on my neck. Yeah. And then I like slowly like popped onto it. It wasn't slow enough because mm-hmm. that that thing was wet from me right right so it just popped into me like I remember like it was like literally like struggling right like it was going like this because yeah. of my virgin hole yeah, yeah. going like this and then all of a sudden it went like it felt like that like it went all the way and um, I remember in my head it was like so painful like yeah. I wanted to scream I wanted to like do that like that moan or that groan or like that you know Oh my goodness. Yeah. I remember I held it in. Ah. Uh, 
I held it in. And then of course he was thrusting away. That kid didn't last like two minutes with that. Oh. He finished after like two minutes. But in those two minutes, Mm -hmm. I literally saw the gates of heaven. (laughs) I was like, so this is what it feels like. Right. Like, I can't believe I've been missing out. Even though I was like only 16. I'm pretty young, 16. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is the best ever. It was painful. It's like, it hurt so good. That's how I can explain it. Okay. It hurt, but it felt amazing at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I'm in big trouble because Mm -hmm. now (laughs) the streets is calling me Ah! and I'm ready to be on the damn street. So we did our little cleanup. Aftercare wasn't a thing. Like, Mm. he literally, oh, and I didn't even get ready. Like, I didn't douche. Oh, yeah. This is, like, all brand new to me, too. I was like, oh, my gosh. Looking back at it now, I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. He didn't douche. But thank God there was no chocolate surprise. There was that none of that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it only lasted two minutes. So I guess maybe that's why, too. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it long enough for me to even get a chocolate surprise. But um, yeah, so I just propped off of it, went in the front seat. And then in my bag that was empty, I had like, um, he gave me like a water bottle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gave me a water bottle and I wasn't even thirsty. He put it in my bag and I was like, oh, I should have other stuff in this bag really next time for a hookup. And then that's where my concept came for like always having, I call it now, I call it a bub bag. Yeah. But like you always have to have like these essentials in your bag when you're going out on the street or like going to a hookup. Yeah. And didn't you recently show us what was on your um, Instagram? Yes, I did. On my Instagram story, I yeah. recently, the first time, I can't believe it took me this long. Yeah. Uh, I recently just showed what's inside my bub bag. You got so, something with that, you know, you can tell pe- other people to, you know, um, oh yes. what to carry. And so, so what is in it? This episode is brought to you by One Condoms and Measure a Penis Day. February 1st is Measure a Penis Day, but we celebrate all year long. The amazing folks at One Condoms have brought you my one. They understand how important condom fit really is to sexual pleasure and safety. My One Perfect Fit is 60 custom condom sizes so you can get the perfect fit for you. For more info and to get your measure kit, head to myonecondoms.com slash measure day now and celebrate Measure a Penis Day. Okay, so in my bub bag, you need to have contraception methods. Okay. Because you have to take initiative of your health. Right. You can't, you can't rely on the guy or your partner to provide you with condoms, right. dental dams, um, cups, whatever. You need to have that on you because oh. they try to play you and they try to say, oh, I don't have any. Oh, it doesn't feel right. Oh, I forgot. We don't need to use it. Um, I'm too lazy. So no, I have it right here. Put right. It on. Yeah. Because exactly. your your health is important, you know. I like and that. Then, of course. And then you have to anything that makes you smell good, you need to have it in there. Mm-hmm. Deodorant. Yeah. Perfume. Okay. Lotion, because you can't be ashy. I gotcha. <laughs> your breath. Always have gum. I prefer the spray though. Okay. I'm a spray person, but you should have a spray or a gum or mouthwash. Okay. Like the toiletry sizes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, soap, b- body wash. If you don't want to use theirs, they should provide you with that at least. But if they don't have, <laughs> um, put that in there. Um, what about some lube? Shaving. Lube. Yes. Oh my goodness. I have so much lube in my thing in my bub bag <laughs> i have actually a separate i have a separate bag in the bag that's lube i have ah yes lube is your best friend <laughs> yeah lube is your best friend for sure because some people be like oh i don't need it because i'm naturally whatever right they, that's what they want to say mm-hmm. but oh lube makes it so much easier and yeah. the, cleanup, the cleanup isn't really that bad <laughs> Some people right. are like, oh, I, I don't want to like get my sheets dirty. There's friendly, 
there's lube friendly for your sheets. Yeah, totally. So basically that's what's in the bub bag. Like you could have other stuff too. If you been in there, if you need one, um, <laughs> because sometimes if you, if you going into a shady one, you might need like a little bulb, a little ballpoint pen just in case they try you. And then you can go uh -huh. like, don't even, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. So I've been in some shady situations with these bubs. Okay. Oh, wait, no. wait. Let's, let's get into what a bub is. What a bub is. Okay. So yeah. right after I lost my virginity mm -hmm. or I had my first sexual experience. Yeah. I couldn't back. I, the, the streets were calling. Okay. Mm -hmm. that <laughs> app that app was non-stop for me so literally the next day i met up with someone again a new person oh get out of and here I met, met at my elementary school i walked I did the and walk. it's every time you say that i just pause mentally because i'm like here are people meeting you at an elementary school a school know. you know what i mean like so every time you say that, i'm like wow so these people were literally you know what i mean <laughs> literally literally the front of my elementary school oh my gosh okay yeah i would just walk to the front of my elementary school they'd be around the curb gotcha and i was so paranoid like that my mom would see that's why i would make the i would actually take the walk there so like in the first like few months i would always walk there but then it got to winter time mm. and i was like oh i'm too cold for this right even though a real whore doesn't get cold <laughs> but um so I would tell them to like go to the corner. So now I have my own corner, mm. like just around the block. That's where they would park. So anyway, um, I would see people when I tell you for two weeks straight, two weeks straight. So that's 14 bodies already. Oh, uh, wow. I saw 14 people in 14 days. Like I was on the street living it up and then school happened. So then that fucked up my routine. Right. Cause I went to senior year. Right. I was telling everybody my business. Like all my friends, not like just random people, but like my friends. Yeah. And what were they saying when you were telling them all this? They couldn't believe it. They're like, <laughs> you, they're like, you, little Elijah, you, you did this and you did that. You put a freaking penis in your mouth. What are you doing? Are you crazy? Mm. Like they were like very shocked because again, I grew up being that nerdy, quiet kid, insecure, shy kid. Right. They don't expect me to be doing anything like that. But I was like, oh, no, these people, I started using the word bitches. I was like, they're my bitches. And they do this. And they pick me up. And they pay for a hotel. And they do this. And they do that. And then it, doesn't, it didn't really, like, register in my head kind of how messed up it is, kind of, because I was 17. Right. And I never met up with somebody my age. I, they were always over 18, like, way over 18. Right, right. Like they were grown, grown. But I've always liked like grown men. Like to be honest, I've always liked older men, like in their forties. Gotcha. I was seventeen meeting up with like forty-year-olds? Mm. Yeah, who would pick me up in the corner, oh bring me to, to either their house, <laughs> either their house, or they would pay for the room. Or if they had a car, like back in the day, I do stuff in cars, but now I don't. Gotcha. But back in the day, I did do stuff in cars and they had to have a nice car. Like I wasn't doing it in like a little small car. Mm -hmm. They had like an SUV and wow. then the seat could go flat or gotcha. a van go flat. I would be fine doing it there too. So we'd be doing it around my block. Like anyway, so the, the term bub came up because I would literally be on my phone and I'd be like, oh my goodness, the bitch canceled on me. What am I going to do? I'm not going to get laid. So I'm like, I'm like scrolling on this app, like trying to find like a bitch. I was like, I need a backup. I need a backup bitch. And then uh, that's how I got Bub. B-U-B, backup bitch. Oh. So, so whenever you're trying to get a D appointment, right? Mm -hmm. And that bitch cancels on you. Yeah. You always have to have a backup. Oh, gotcha. And all bitches are backup bitches. Like one day you can be the main bitch that I make an appointment <laughs> with. And then the next day you're the backup bitch because I want to be with this person. You know gotcha. what I mean? Gotcha. That's what came up. And then all of a sudden I started coming up with the rules like the bub, 
has to pay for the room. Mm-hmm. The bub has to pick you up. Mm-hmm. But when I made that rule, I didn't have a license. Gotcha. So now I'm willing to drive, you know. Okay. But you're going to reimburse me for gas if it's more than 10 miles. Ah! <laughs> so stuff like that, like the bub, don't see them three times in a row. Okay. Because if you do, then you might um, start getting into that friends with benefits thing. And that's the main point I want to make with bubs is it's completely different from friends with benefits because mm-hmm. bubs are pure sexual outlets that you use. Yeah. For sexual purposes and your sexual pleasure. So there's no hanging out, movies, popcorn, nothing. Absolutely not. Gotcha. No going out. You know what? You can do the drive through, but no going out <laughs> with restaurants. I <laughs> gotcha. We're not going to Olive Garden. We're not going to any fancy restaurant. I don't care if it's fancy as hell and they're paying. We're not doing that with a bub. Mm-hmm. But they can bring you to the drive-thru. Okay. Get, get you your nuggets. And then you <laughs> walk out on the corner of the street and go home. That's what you do. <laughs> I've done that before. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like, oh, that's just friends with benefits. I'm like, no, it's completely different. Because you're right. not platonic, no. It's strictly just thank you for your D or thank you for the sex, for the pleasure, and I'm out. Adios. Thank you. Bye. Now, is are is this? Do you ever see yourself settling down with somebody? Like, have you ever had a long term relationship or you know anything like that, or uh-huh. do you just like the the bubs? The bub life. Yeah, the bub life. Yeah. So. I was doing my bubbing, right, from mm-hmm. August 2013. Yeah. And then all the way till May 2014, like till the end of senior year. Okay. I was bubbing it up. <laughs> I had a lot of members in the bub club. It was a big membership. And, you know, you said you grew up in a smaller town. So was it surprising to find out all of these people were around you? Very surprising because I didn't know that there was such like a big community, actually. Right, right. And what's funny is there was people in my school that were DL. Oh, okay. And I ended up finding out who it was because like obviously they would send me their face picture. And then I'd be like, oh, crap. I know you. Now, did you ever hook up with someone from your school? No, because they were tree monsters. Uh, Absolute okay. monsters. Yeah, because you said you had sand. You know, you have standards and all that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so they were. So it was going to be a no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in May, in May 2014, mm-hmm. I met up with a bub, and then that bub, I broke all the rules. Oh. And then he became a six-year relationship. Oh, six years. Wow. Okay. Six years from 17 years old to 24 years old. Mm-hmm. I remember when we first talked, I mentioned that, that I just got out of a relationship. Yeah. So that was a relationship. Oh, okay. Okay. In 2020, the most mm-hmm. horrible year ever. So um, yeah, it ended in 2020. And then I'm back on the street now. Oh, okay. So since you've been single, has the dating scene, or I don't want to even call it, your bub scene changed? Has it? Well, the game has changed. The game has, okay. The game has changed. And I'm telling you, I'm back on the street to tell these bottoms how to do it. Oh! Because <laughs> you got people on here. Because remember, when I was, when I was on Grindr, Instagram was just starting. Oh, okay. Right, right. It was just starting. Like social media was just becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So my relationship ended in 2020. Yeah. And then it ended like in August. Okay. Oh my God. Well, I just realized my first sexual experience was in August. And then my relationship ended in August. Anyway, I just oh, realized. Interesting. So, yeah, it ended in August, and then I decided to take the rest of the time to myself, like the year 2020 mm-hmm. to myself. 
um it was really bad like the breakup was really bad I'm still healing from it like right now actually um yeah it's still it's still a big thing in my healing process like in my mental health right now but um so I took rest of 2020 off and then 2021 I said I'm gonna go back on the damn app yeah (laughs) I'm out of retirement I'm gonna go back on the street and live it up let's go bub life part two Right, right. I'm about to catch a body. Let's go. <laughs> so I downloaded the app. And when I tell you it was the biggest fail ever. Oh, no. The first month was dead. I was like, what the hell happened to these bitches? Right. You got people. Well, first of all, a lot of them were tree monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second of all, um, there's like a new culture going on, like they put their OnlyFans in their profile. They put their social media on their profile. Um, and so it's not the- as unanimous, unan- or uh, anonymous. No. Okay, gotcha. No. And this is like kind of something that I'm working on myself is that my type, like the people I go for usually are the ones that are like very DL, like very like on the low mm-hmm. because I'm attracted to the opposite of me. Mm. So I'm out here, I'm living it up. Like everybody knows what I'm about when I'm like out with friends and stuff like that. Like right. Is and then I want someone that balances that. Like I don't want someone that's also about social media. I don't want someone that's like trying to post a picture for the gram, like doing selfies with a filter. Like, oh, that's a big turn off turn off for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys that use Snapchat filters and think they're cute. I'm not about that. Guys that like, basically, if you're like me, I don't want it. Okay, gotcha. You like that totally opposite. If you know how to twerk, (laughs) it can't. It can't. I can't do it. Also, just like sexual, like compatibility. Yeah. It's just not going to work out because two bottoms don't make a top. (laughs) I love it. Two bottoms don't make a top and I don't care. Like. It's just not going to work out. So anyway, um, there's this new thing, though. It's called Gen. Mm-hmm. G-E-N. Yeah. And it'll be like, they'll put on their profile, Gen only, or are you generous? And do you um, know what that means? No. What is that? They want money. These freaking tops these days, like, they want money. And they're freaking, they're straight. And then they're like, but I'll do whatever you want for money. So there's oh, wow. these people. Yeah, there's these people on here that, that are my type, right? So they look like my type. Basically, they look straight. That's like my type. Mm-hmm. So I'll hit them up and I'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then the last minute, they'll be like, okay, so I pay, uh, you're going to pay me 300 an hour. I said, oh, wow. Oh, the game has really changed, hasn't it? <clears throat> wow. Yeah. So, um, Wow, I'm just yeah, like, surprised I'm about how it started to how you know how many how much has actually changed. Oh, and it's like, boy, I'm the bottom. You don't that's not how it works. Right. You're the top. Okay, let me div- give a disclaimer here. Cuz I already see I already see all the tree monsters who're going to come after me. Hold <laughs> on. I like the top bottom traditional roles traditional code and so can you explain what a top and bottom is so everyone can kind of the listeners can kind of yes the top is the partner that penetrates okay the bottom is the partner that gets penetrated okay and so can some be both can you know it's switch okay that's called a verse okay gotcha so you're a top bottom verse. Okay. Then there's verse bottom, which is, I like to bottom more, but I yeah. can also. Okay. Gotcha. Top, which is, I like to top more. Mm-hmm. I can also bottom. Okay. Gotcha. But me, I also came up with my own term. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of power bottom? You know what I have on social media? Yeah. But would you explain that a little bit more? Okay, so power bottom are the bottoms that I feel because it's up to interpretation. Like some power bottoms don't like uh, don't like the term, mm-hmm. and some 
people use it differently to what defines a power bottom. But okay. to me, to me, a power bottom is someone that really likes to get like fisted. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like they're very submissive. They're into like anonymous stuff, like glory holes and oh, okay getting laid by a random top in a hotel room like they're literally ass up face ass up face down Mm -hmm. and then a random guy comes in and just starts topping them okay um so that to me is like a power bottom but to me I'm not a power bottom Mm -hmm. I am a pure bottom (laughs) so what I call a pure bottom is somebody that strictly pleasure from anal stimulation gotcha and someone that can only orgasm from anal stimulation gotcha and that is me like seriously remember when I told you during my first encounter like I was getting head yeah and I was like it's interesting but it's like whatever yeah that has stuck with me throughout my life like Mm. I don't care about it like you can go there if you want, if that's your thing, like I'll throw you a bone and maybe I'll let you go there. But it's not my thing. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to orgasm from that. Gotcha. gotcha. And it's good that you know, you, you know, your body, you know what I mean? You've come to know yourself and know what you want and, and don't want. And, um, I think that's a, a really, um, good thing to know about yourself, you know? Oh yes. And it's very important to explore Mm -hmm. try to explore everything and then you might like open new doors and open new neural pathways how about that yes especially in like your somatosensory cortex like you don't know what you like until you say i don't like it right Mm -hmm. if you don't know then how do you not like how do you know you don't like it Mm -hmm. and they're like oh it's just not my thing but it was never your thing. So how can you say that? Yeah. So anyway, I'm a pure bottom. You need to anal stimulate me because if not, I'm not going to reach it. I'm not going to reach the orgasm. And I told them that too, because they'll literally be over there down on me. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be like, damn, you can go forever. I was like, Yes, because you're not doing anything to my ass. <laughs> gotcha. But as, well, they're not doing what you like. So that, you know. And, and as soon as they hit that spot, mm-hmm. damn fireworks. Oh, see? Yeah, yeah. and that, and that's important to um, mention that, um, you know, paying attention to whoever you're engaging in the activity. If they tell you they like something a certain way, do it. You know what I mean? Or try to do it. Don't go like you said uh, t- against or, you know, like when they express that they really don't like it, don't just keep trying to do it, you know? Exactly. But you know what? There's also compromise too. Yeah. Because sometimes they're very oral. Mm-hmm. So I'll, cause it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I don't mind it. It's not going to get me there, mm-hmm. but okay. If you want to do it, then I'll give it to you. Fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But so sometimes I'll be like that, like, okay, fine. Yeah. You can go there. They ask, I'll say, fine, go ahead. Cause you're cute. And I want to stare at you when you do it. Gotcha. You know, I'll throw them a bone. Yes. Well, um, thank you so much for sharing your story. It was, um, you know, you're a great storyteller. It was an enjoyable ride to hear about it. And um, would you like to tell them where they can find you on, um, you know, your social media platforms? Okay, yes. So the main social media platform I use is Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's Erastes Eromenos. I know nobody can spell that. So it's E-R-A-S-T-E-S-E-R-O-M-E-N-O-S. Okay. That comes from the Greek Erastes and Eromenos, which is like an older man and a younger teen. Ah. Back in the day, like in ancient Greece, homosexuality was more free, was more open. Yeah. And there was always an Erastes, an older man, educating the Eromenos. Yeah. And 
I love that concept because I love learning and teaching about human sexuality. So that goes with that. Um, and then my name on it, Miguel, because that's like kind of like my alter ego. That's like my sexy side. Um, so that's the most um, platform I use. That's the okay. common platform I use. And I actually have this Instagram series, um, IG live series called <laughs> What's Your Sex Like? where I talk to other IG creators or people in the human sexuality field with different disciplines, different expertise to just yeah. talk to them about sex and where they come from, what's their experience, why do they specialize in what they specialize in. And I actually had you as my <laughs> first ever guest. Yes. And I'm, again, I'm so grateful that you said yes to that. You are so real. Oh, like I remember when I hit you up, replied like in a minute, I think. And you said, yeah, of course, no questions asked. Like you, you were like, I don't care who this fucking bitch is. I'll do it. <laughs> and that's yeah. my thing though. Cause I'm gonna be real right now. Let me get real for just like, let me just do this one, one quick. Mm -hmm. There's people in our field mm -hmm. that snub each other. Mm, okay. And I'm not about that life. Right. Everybody that I've had, all the guests that I've had on my IG live. Mm -hmm. They never ask me any questions. They're all real people. Mm -hmm. They're some real bitches. They keep it a hundred. Yes. When I hit them up, they said, yeah, sure. I would love to. Mm -hmm. You got people in here saying, who are you? I'm not going to name names. Get out of here. Wow. I'm not going to name names, but you got people here saying, <laughs> who are you? And you don't have that many followers. Mm. So you know what? No, <clears throat> I don't like that. So let me tell you that you are a real one. <laughs> I'm so happy for all your accomplishments. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. I love everything you post. I always repost it. I always <laughs> like that you give me content to comment on with my ratchet opinions. Yes. And I love it. You make me crack up daily. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being on Talking About Sex. Tell me your story, a tickle.life podcast. You can listen to this episode on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please don't forget to like, comment, and share on it. And um, we would love to hear your thoughts. If you would like to be a guest on um, this podcast, you can fill out the form. The link is um, on the website. So thank you again. Thank you.